Have you been trying to improve your quality of life and you feel like you don't quite know how to measure the progress? Maybe you don't feel the progress that you're making. So how do you know that you actually really truly are healing your life? Hi everyone, my name is Yvette Rose, founder of Metaphysical Anatomy Technique, which is a beautiful, graceful healing technique that's designed to help you to improve your quality of life, to shift anxiety, depression, challenges that you might be having, you know, childhood trauma, and also just even challenges that you might be having in your life, wherever it is that you feel stuck. And the great thing about this technique is that you don't have to talk about your trauma. You don't also have to need to actually remember the root causes. Of it so if you don't remember what's happened or what happened maybe in the past whatever the root cause might be no problem and you can find out so much more at yvetterose.com and also remember to subscribe you to my channel hit the notifications bar as well to stay up to date with what i am doing and let's talk about this topic how do you know that you are healing your life this is a really great question and one that i have absolutely also ask myself at one point, or actually quite a few. <laughs> so when we talk about healing, we're not just talking about, you know, the physical aspect of healing, but it's not like the kind where you maybe, you know, cut yourself and now there's a bandaid and that you put over it and you wait for nature to kind of like run its course. However, although that analogy also can still be quite applicable in this case, because today we're talking about emotional healing. Now, emotional healing is the ability now to acknowledge maybe events and circumstances in your life that might have hindered you or that caused you to not really move forward in the way that you wanted to and needed to. So something that happened that influenced your quality of life. Now, it's also a process that allows us to take control of our thoughts, to take control of our feelings and our emotions, and also then drastically alter our future and quality of life in a positive way. Now, emotional healing can also stem from many circumstances, whether it's maybe coming from, you know, long-term relationships, the loss of a job, getting over maybe a sickness, maybe, or a loved one, the list can go on. Now, during and also even after these events in our lives, we usually start to experience feelings of stress, anxiety, or depression, and even self-sabotaging behaviors, which can eventually overwhelm us. Now, emotional and psychological trauma is also the result of, you know, a lot of built up stress, a lot of stressful events that has now probably shattered or, or shaken up your sense of self a little bit and your security, maybe your sense of support, your sense of protection. And this could have maybe made you feel really helpless, maybe feel you very out of control and like the world is a dangerous place. Now, psychological trauma can also leave you feeling very much like you're struggling, like you're just, you're always against the odds. You know, there's always something upsetting that's happening around you, something triggering your anxiety. And it's like that anxiety just doesn't want to go away. And that is because sometimes we have very deep memories that we're trying to resolve because we feel the discomfort of that, but we can't quite put our finger onto what it actually is. And this is normally when subconscious memories are being triggered and we can't relate to the cause of these memories, but the body biochemically remembers. And our environment can trigger these memories at any given time. And anxiety is a fantastic example of that. Now, when we have these patterns, when we have these emotions being triggered, whether you're conscious of it or not, of course, if we don't know how to deal with it, we can start to feel very unresourceful. And now we start to feel numb, 
and disconnected and feeling like we're not able to trust people. So traumatic experiences often involves, you know, like there's a threat to your life or safety, but we also have what's called emotional threats, meaning someone that has or something that can pose a threat to your emotional well-being. But at the end of the day, any situation that leaves you feeling overwhelmed or isolated can actually result in trauma because we're biologically designed to be in communities, to support each other collectively and not for us to overcome and deal with trauma actually on our own. So it's not just the objective, right? Circumstances that now determine whether an event is traumatic, but also your subjective emotional experience of the event. And the more frightened and helpless you feel, the more likely you are also to feel traumatized. So some of the self-sabotaging effects of not healing are the following. Maybe you can feel that you're blaming people and when things start to go wrong because you don't know how else to support yourself. And maybe they don't know how to support you either. Sometimes you can feel like you're choosing to walk away when things aren't going really smoothly because that's a boundary. And that actually explains to you as well that there's a boundary failure on your part, which means that your boundaries needs to be worked on as well. And procrastination can also be another point. That's another boundary. It's a way of keeping you safe emotionally safe or even maybe physically safe as well. It could also be that maybe there's a part of you that's picking fights with your partners and with friends. And the reason is that you might need to feel a lot of anger before you can actually finally express how you feel instead of just being able to express yourself when you feel the need to do so. And sometimes people also associate confrontation with resolution seeking. But however, it is, of course, now a very confrontational way to try to find a solution to a problem. Now, possible solutions here to heal in this case is to get moving, right? Don't isolate yourself either. Self-regulate your nervous system through breath work. I teach a lot of this in metaphysical anatomy technique. Take care of your health as well, because if your diet is not doing well, your gut flora will not do well. And that means serotonin levels in your brain will also not be doing well, which can greatly contribute to feelings of anxiety and depression as well. Now, here are some subtle signs that you are actually healing. If you do address these points, whichever ones you relate to, and they could actually be even more, because at the end of the day, you know that you start to heal when you start to feel happy for no reason. Feeling random bursts of happiness is a very good indication that you are on the mend. It shows that you're now starting to enjoy life again and you're starting to see the good things that life has to offer. And this is a very beautiful and positive shift as well because that tells me, and it should tell you as well, that your RAS, your reticular activating system, is now filtering and sit on more positive moments and, and people and circumstances in your life. And that means that your internal state is more positive as well because the RAS filters in more of what you emotionally, consciously, and subconsciously relate to. So that already is a tremendously good sign. Another one is that you might start to enjoy music again, right? You hear a song pop up on the radio or Spotify list and you just really start to feel very happy again. You're like, I'm getting in the groove of this, right? Which means that you can allow yourself to go beyond the emotions that you feel stuck with in that moment and allow yourself to be distracted in a very positive, constructive way as well. Another part also is that you understand that the bad days, they won't last forever. As everything in life, everything has a phase, everything has an expiration date, and that you have that conscious awareness of that. And just that conscious awareness of that alone is already allowing you to call your power back. You also now 
look at the past and you embrace it. That's another point. And it's also very important to remember that what happens in our past doesn't have to determine our future. And now you're starting to have conscious awareness of that by living your life through mindfulness, through mindfulness, you know, maybe routines, you know, mental health patterns in the constructive way, observing your life. And also sometimes seeing your life as, you know, sometimes there's just experiences that just happened. It doesn't mean that you did anything wrong. It doesn't mean that you're being punished. It was just an experience. Another good positive point is that you begin to start to step outside of your comfort zone without having to be pushed. You feel more confident. You feel more stronger within your sense of self to start to explore. Well, I feel confident that I can do this. I feel like I have the self-worth to step more into something that I normally would not have. Another important point also is that your energy level starts to improve. And this is also very good because normally we lose so much of our energy on thinking of bad things, thinking of negative things. And we lose that energy because the body now has to try to compensate for feeling these bad emotions. And it's actually preparing itself to deal with something that's negative, but it doesn't come. Yet your negative thinking locks this biochemical reaction in your body in place. So now what you're starting to do is you're starting to break that cycle. Another important point to look at is that you start to feel grateful, right? You really start to feel grateful in your life. And this is because you're starting to see and understand the deeper meanings behind what it is maybe that's taking place in your life. What is it that happened? What is the deeper meaning behind that? Maybe someone hurt you, but also now trying to understand where is their weaknesses and their powerlessness coming from? Why did they maybe act the way that they did? Instead of just seeing the action as face value and thinking, you know, I'm the victim in this. Actually having that compassion to observe and see what else could have been happening and not using that as an excuse at all. But that deeper understanding is already healing within its sense of self. And also having that feeling of gratitude of just realizing that there is beauty around me because now your mind is not so focused on negative things anymore, which means you're able to take in more of what is good, of what is going right in your life, of the things that are making you feel really good as well. So guys, there you have it all the signs that shows that you are healing, that you are improving your quality of life and stay on track because at the end of the day, even just having moments of these lists or these bullet points that I mentioned is fantastic feedback for you already. Even if you're just feeling one of them, excellent. You are on the path of healing. So guys, remember to see the subscription bar, hit the notification bar as well. Stay up to date with my latest and greatest research and information, and also my latest events live and online as well. You can find me at yvetterose.com. And until next time, be the light that you are. Thank you for watching this video, and I'm sure that you learned a lot. So guys, subscribe to my channel here and also hit the notifications bar and so that you can get notified every time when I upload a new video. So guys, also remember to share the video and also look out for courses that I have below in the description bar. And until next time, be the light that you are.